everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Disney Channel Original Movies Month comes to a close this week with a very special picture mm-hmm. that was specifically chosen as the last one. Uh, I'm assuming for the dual purposes of it being one of your favorites. Yes. And leading into Halloween. Exactly. Something that I learned about this movie that it was the fourth overall mm-hmm. Disney Channel original movie. Only three movies before it. Yeah. Which is pretty wild that this is this close to the beginning of it. <laughs> uh, and yet it is, in my opinion, sort of clearly the best of the ones that we have watched. Not all that much room for debate. That partially went into the decision of it being the last movie also. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just working up to the best of yeah. them. <laughs> it just so happened that... This was also the earliest of them all. And it um, had a plot that I probably should have been able to sniff out before the movie really got started based mm-hmm. on all the other movies we did this <laughs> uh, this month, except for, I guess, except for Xenon, really. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we may yeah. as well we may as well jump on into the movie that we're doing for this final week here, which is the 1998 adventure comedy family Disney Channel original movie, Halloween Town. Yes. A movie that I I had heard the title of this movie. I knew of the existence of Mm -hmm. this franchise of movies. Yeah. I had never seen a frame. Uh, And like I said probably should have guessed <laughs> how the plot was going to progress considering yeah. the 13th year and luck of the Irish where there's these kids <laughs> who don't understand that there's something weird with them and yeah. it turns out their parents are hiding things from them and well I guess I, in 13th year his parents weren't hiding it from him they just know they one just knew. yeah they just didn't know but either way still just that same vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little less on the luck of the Irish end where the parents are almost terrifying in their <laughs> in their <laughs> attempts to keep the secret. Yeah. Uh, in this movie, it's a little more level-headed, I guess. Yeah. But starring Kimberly J. Brown as the lead character of Marnie. Mm-hmm. Debbie Reynolds yeah. as her grandma, Aggie. So great. And uh, a face from my childhood that I did not expect to see. Uh, the mom, Gwen, played by Judith Hogue, who was April O'Neil in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the live action Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> yeah. Turtles movie. And so nice. seeing her, it was like, oh, because I saw the name and mm-hmm. I was like, that's familiar. What's mm-hmm. that? Who is that? Which one of them is that? Is that one of the kids? Do I know them now as a grown up? Yeah. And then as soon as I saw her, I was just like, nope, April O'Neil. There she is. Oh, my yeah. God. So that was pretty exciting too to see her in this as well. Um. I you know I said I said that it was clearly the best of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are still not quite my cup of tea Und- as an adult man. Yeah, understandable. Um, so there's <laughs> I have lots of notes about this one. <laughs> um, the plot of the movie, as written on IMDb, is wrong. I will just say that right off the bat. Oh. <laughs> uh, at least just in one single specific detail. Because okay. uh, on IMDb, they say that when a young girl living with her good witch grandmother, that's not correct, uh, learns she too is a witch, she must help her grandmother save Halloween Town from evil forces. Yep, that is true. She finds out that her family is, in fact, a big, long lineage of witches, mm-hmm. that she is, in fact, a witch, much like her grandma, who is so obviously a witch, I find it hard to believe <laughs> they have not picked up on it before. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, something secret that her mother kept from her, mm-hmm. much like all these other parents. <laughs> um, but she, yeah, she does not live with her grandmother at the beginning of the movie. No. Uh, one thing that I was very glad about, because obviously a movie like this has a similar uh, sort of like fish out of water vibe uh, that Xenon does of like going mm-hmm. to a place that you are less familiar with or whatever. This movie gets to the goddamn point. Mm-hmm. They go to Halloween Town so soon. Oh, yeah. It is just like one quick like sort of sequence at their house on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. And then they immediately sneak out and they go to Halloween Town. And they spend the rest of the movie there. Yep. Um, but the movie starts out, you know, introducing us to Marnie. She's a bit of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. She likes weird things and spooky things. And she likes Halloween. Yeah. And uh, we are introduced to the fact that her mom 
forbids it. Yes. Nobody comes to their house for Halloween because I guess the whole neighborhood knows that they are apparently like not just don't do it, but are like anti-Halloween. Apparently, yeah. That's what seems so crazy to me is that it's like the kids don't even show up for candy. Yeah. Like, I would show up to every house in the neighborhood except for like <laughs> the really scary ones. But like, <laughs> you know, as a kid, yeah, where it's like, I've never seen someone come in or out of that house. I'm not going there for candy. But this is just like your normal suburban house with a mom and some kids like, check, see if they got candy. I don't know. The the repression of Halloween, like it just to me, it doesn't seem like the best move by this yeah. mom. Yeah. Like only, be, you know, obviously she's trying to hide the fact that they're witches. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I guess she's afraid that doing things that are Halloween-ish will awaken things in her. Okay, I guess I understand keeping her away from it, but I feel like keeping the secret, all that's going to do is cause a rift. Yeah. And so it does. Yep. Being a teenager when you're told you can't do something you want to do. Yeah, she's a 13-year-old <laughs> girl that wants to go out on Halloween with her friends. Yeah, and truthfully, she's honestly probably better about it than a lot of terrible teenagers. Oh, yeah. Like, she's kind of just like, ugh, this is so annoying. And not like, yeah, the worst! Ah! And like screaming and like slamming doors yeah, and junk like that. Jumping up the stairs yeah, to her room. exactly. She's yeah. just kind of sitting there like, you are so lame. Like, mm-hmm. eh, that's... There's worse things yeah, <laughs> that she yeah. could be doing. Um, her brother and sister seem to take it pretty fine, you know, in I mean, terms of the like lack of Halloween stuff. Uh, Sophie is kind of just staring out the window like forlorn. Yeah, I guess she's kind of <laughs> pining. Yeah. <laughs> but what's Dil- his face? Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, Dylan doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. I just wrote nerd kid is nerd. Yeah. Because that's that's clearly his role. Typical nerd brother. Yeah. That's if you if you haven't seen the movie. Think of a nerdy little brother. No, just just think of Tim from Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is absolutely discount Tim from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he D- looks Disney like, Channel um, version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, she's the only one who's like super bummed about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her mom, Halloween you know. Halloween is cool. Yeah, I mean, it is. That's true. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Totally true. I would absolutely be upset. Like, I could understand mm-hmm. the vibe of like, you're just telling us to not do it. And then you're just like, and you'll never know why. Or yeah. you'll get it when you're taller. Or isn't that what she said to her? Yeah. I'll tell you when you're taller or something like that. Mm-hmm. You'd think, I don't know. They never go into Gwen's mind, the mom. They mm-hmm. never really go into her. And especially with like what a seemingly tragic backstory she has. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like it starts and it's like dad's dead. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Yep. She's raising him alone. Dylan yep. even tells Marnie to stop bringing something up because it reminds mom of dad. But like they never go into what she was thinking in terms of like her life and her decision to not live in that world. Because, like, that's the really the crux of the, like, family dynamic of the story. Because there's mm-hmm. the, like, sort yeah. of, there's the generic, like, and there's a bad guy and he wants to, to take over the world and yeah. they got to <laughs> stop him and all that. Like, that that that's in there, too. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the, the family dynamic is all about how, like, the mom met a human mm-hmm. and fell in love. Yep. And, like, decided, because she loved him, to separate entirely essentially from halloween town and just live a normal life yeah instead of living as a witch you'd think that she would be like then maybe we shouldn't have kids <laughs> you know or at least not biological ones like maybe we should adopt because like you'd think yeah. that she would know that like it just happens. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. she's a witch. Her mom is a witch. If she has a kid, even if it's only a halfsy, it's still going to be a witch. There, there was no moment where she was like, I thought you kids might come out normal because your dad was human, but then you started showing witch signs. So I had to cut off Halloween. You know, it seemed yeah. more like she was just like, and then I had kids. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, no Halloween for anybody. <laughs> like, yeah. like she sort of panicked. <laughs> and that was the rule she made to try to stop any witch shenanigans from happening. But the witchness is going to come out of her, isn't it? I mean, it's like the legend with these witches is that once they, you know, go through 13 Halloweens, Mm -hmm. then if they haven't at least started their training, then it is very possible that they will just lose their powers forever. Okay, so she was betting on, I can get them through 13 Halloweens Mm -hmm. (laughs) without witching it up. Yep. And then they and can then just be go fine. be a human. Yeah, yeah. and it would, they it would kind of just 
phase out of their system or whatever. Exactly. Either way, I'm sure this is far more thought about the whole witch <laughs> process than they put into it when they were writing it. Not even in an insulting way. Yeah. Just that they were like, and let's go. And let's get yeah. to the adventure. Let's get to the whatever. And if no somebody, one's going to think about this sort of backstory. Yeah, exactly. If someone had asked that question, they'd be like, what the fuck? What, what is wrong with we- you? Get out of here. <laughs> that's, that's what it would have been like. Um, there was one thing that sort of bugged me. Uh, about only one Debbie Reynolds. Oh, okay. About oh, not Debbie oh. Reynolds, but about Aggie. If she didn't come across as so meddling, I would like her a lot more. Yeah. But it seems like really specific and kind of vindictive <laughs> that she's like, I'm gonna show up. I know it's Marnie's favorite holiday. I know she loves Halloween. I'm gonna be all Halloween grandma for her <laughs> and kind of entice her into doing this thing that my daughter has specifically said she doesn't want. Yeah. Like when you're siding with Marnie, when you're looking at Marnie as the lead character, you're probably looking at Grandma as like, the savior! You're pulling me out of this boring life and taking me to the magical Halloween world. But in in like looking at it as an adult, it's just like, there's a woman who has a daughter. Yeah. She, there's something very specific she wants for her. And Grandma is just like waltzing on in to fuck it up. Yeah. Can't. And it's just like, well, it's just the way witches do. Like, yeah. shut up. No, get out of here. Can't break the Cromwell lineage. It's gone back 300 years. Yes, and that's another thing that bugged me throughout the whole thing. I was like, the more they talk about how special they are because they're Cromwells, the less I like them because it makes everything <laughs> seem less earned. You know what I mean? It's like it's like being the, the daughter of a really rich family. And it's yeah. like, Marnie, you're supposed to be a billionaire. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, something I wish the movie would have reckoned with, though. Being the lead character, you expect the movie to just go the way of like, and then Marnie is the hero and she's the the witch hero and she's going to be the future witch because her mom's going to teach her and mm-hmm. witch, witch, witchy, witch nonsense or whatever. <laughs> what I would have loved would be if the, the ticking clock of Marnie needing to like, you know, train or whatever to become a witch before whatever, blah, blah. If something in there led to the idea that like, you actually can't anymore. Yeah. You know, like, but Sophie here, like that seemed like it was leading to that. Like Sophie mm-hmm. has powers. Sophie is younger, therefore less spoiled by not using powers. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who remembers the spell later. Yeah. And she's the, like, she does a bunch of things that shows that like, she's kind of a better witch yeah. than Marnie is. Yeah. And I was really hoping that it would sort of be that thing of like, will you have the grace to sort of pass the baton be like i wanted all of this (laughs) i dreamed of being marnie the witch lady but now we need to save the world and i'm not strong enough but my sister is can you support her Mm -hmm. and not be a petulant teenager about it and be like but i was supposed to be the witch you know like ooh. Is that going to come? And it doesn't. They don't play with that at all. No. They just sort of join up. And it's like, that was sort of, I almost started furiously writing in my notes at one point. Like, Marty. With the talisman? Oh. Yeah, yeah. When they finally get it working. And she's like, I did it. And I was about to be like, you. It was Sophie. who. And then she turns to Sophie and she's like, we did it. And I was like, fine. Yeah. I'll let you she... co-own it. But Sophie saved your ass. Oh, yeah. She's the only one who do the spell. Yeah. But either way, they don't know they're witches at the moment, at the beginning of the movie, when Grandma comes to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like Mom and Grandma are like on steady ground by the end of it. Like, okay, go and tell them a story, and then we're going to talk about stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's like... Mom, you get out of here. You know, there's no screaming matches or anything. They're still fairly like being cool. Yeah. And so grandma or mom tells grandma like, okay, like, yeah, go up and tell them your stories and talk a man and whatever. Be cool. Don't tell them about Halloween town. Mm-hmm. Like specifically, like yeah. do not tell them about this world. So what does grandma do? Tells <laughs> she them goes all upstairs about it. and tells them every fucking detail about Halloween town disguised as a story. Yep. Like, oh, and it's a story about this land and there's monsters and it's Halloween town. And it's Halloween all the time and everybody looks like a monster. And, <laughs> you know, we took our Halloween customs in this world from the people of Halloween town and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, wow, wow. And she's still going to be painted as the good guy, isn't she? Throughout the movie, like, yeah. oh, she was just rescuing her family from the clutches <laughs> of trying to be normal. She was trying to get any sort of help she could to 
despite the bad thing. Right, right. I mean, yes, it does lead like, oh, all the people are disappearing in Halloween Town and my friends can't help me. Everyone I've tried to ask to help me, like, can't or won't or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, last ditch, Hail Mary, Mm -hmm. come and recruit the family. Yeah. Since you don't know how dire it is Mm -hmm. until they get back to Halloween Town, it, like, you really only get this sense of, like, wow. You just can't even for a moment <laughs> respect your daughter's wishes. Yeah. Marnie's mom, Gwen, uh, does rip into Aggie a bit for that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking told you not to tell them, and you yeah. totally told them. That was so, the first thing you did. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they get into a bit of a tiff about that, and Grandma goes on to go home, but not before the big argument in the kitchen <laughs> that just spells out it. everything about <laughs> Oh, yeah. who, who Marnie is, their whole family. Like, that's the huge exposition dump mm-hmm. is the argument between the moms, the mom and the grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the while, of course, Marnie is listening and right. hearing that, oh, I should be going through training. I am a witch. I am special. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. So she's stoked. And she decides that, you know, she's going to need to follow grandma and, you know, go against her mom's wishes to be this witch that she so desires to be. Mm-hmm. But in, in the midst of that argument, that <laughs> the chicken, yeah. the chicken thing, it felt a little bit like, like Aggie was just like purposefully pushing her daughter's buttons in that scene. Oh. You know what I mean? Where it's like, <laughs> I'm going to put this chicken away in the Tupperware. Like a normal human does it Mm -hmm. because that's what I fucking am now, mom. And she's putting the chicken away. And then grandma's like, you know, the best way is to keep it on the bone and pop and turns it back into a real chicken. And she's just like, mom, like (laughs) there's just this look of like, oh my God, again, like you had to do it. Like, you do really think that's how I want this? Like, Mm -hmm. no, obviously. Like, you know that that's not how she wants it. Like, you think she's going to want to have to kill that chicken and cook it herself? Yeah. If she wants the leftovers later? Cook it again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, it's like, it's so clearly like, not what I want, but you're going to do it anyway. And it's more for the sight gag and the silliness. Yeah. But in the like interpersonal relationships of these characters, it's like, man, grandma, you really need to lay off. (laughs) Like, you were being a bit much. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, um. I, I'd like to think that she was, like, going overboard on this particular Halloween because it was such a critical one for Marnie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just... Like, it's, it's not a, every Halloween point. she shows up and creates a live chicken in the fridge yeah. and then just leaves. <laughs> yeah, really? Like, that one is still there. Um before she leaves, Marnie gets caught by Dylan, mm-hmm. who's like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, it turns out I am a witch and I'm going to go. And Dylan's like, no. Yeah. Basically, like the entire movie, he is denying that witches or anything like that could ever happen. Yeah. Despite all the obvious evidence in his face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so they go to sneak out of the house and <laughs> and follow grandma. She's getting on the magical monster bus mm-hmm. that that dropped her off earlier that had me write like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so when it first showed up in the background, mm-hmm. I was like, nobody is affected by the flying bus. <laughs> what is happening in this movie? <laughs> so grandma gets on the bus. Dylan and Marnie get on the bus. Uh, and <laughs> I, I still don't understand how they expected me to buy that Sophie also snuck on the bus later because they don't show her there. No. She shows up like in another five minutes or so once they're already in Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. But like they were they were clearly the last people on that bus. Like there was nobody behind them that also got on that bus. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And she's like, I followed you too. No, the you o- didn't. The only thing I can think of is if she somehow magicked her way onto the bus. And she's there and she's like, well, that worked. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even give it a second thought. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Anywho, moving on. Um, so they get to Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. And Halloween Town, as explained later, is another world. Mm-hmm. A sort of indescribable other world, like another dimension. Uh, like they're clearly not just like on Earth. Right. In an undiscovered country or something, you know, like that's not what's happening here. Like it's an alternate dimension or something. I don't really know because it it gets gets more confusing as the movie describes it, though. 
when they talk about how like, yeah, well, the mortals and all us monster people used to all live together. Yeah. And then the mortals didn't like us anymore. It and- was essentially like the mortals blamed the monster looking people for stuff. And that made the monster people get angry. And so they were always fighting and it made it look bad for like all of the monster people that like a couple of them were shitty. And <laughs> yeah. So they're okay. like, we're just going to make our own world. Which seems so crazy to me. And I guess it's the inclusion of witches and warlocks like that makes it possible. But the fact that they were just like, fuck it, we're making another world. You could just do that. <laughs> like you just be like, you know what? I am tired of existence with all of you. <laughs> we're out. You're out? You can just leave? I mean, if you can just leave, why can't you make the world better? Like, why doesn't. Because you can't affect free will. Well, no, I mean, like, the world. Like, like obviously, they're shooting it in a real town. <laughs> it's just people with masks on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. go to any trouble to, like, make a wolf-looking werewolf. No. Or any of the monsters to look like they're anything other than just, like, I'm a human wearing a, a suit. There's a costume on me. Yeah. So it's except like, okay, for, whatever. Except for the fish man. Yeah, he was, pretty, he was actually pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, but the, go- <laughs> the ghost was fun. <laughs> uh, the thing about the ghost that I wrote down, I was just like, did he wear that hat in life or did he decide to wear the hat as a ghost? Um, <laughs> you know, I never thought about it. <laughs> also, something about that ghost thing, though, because early on in the movie, when the kids are showing off, they're like what they would sort of be for Halloween or whatever. Mm-hmm. And little Sophie has got the ghost costume on. and <laughs> Like if a tiny puppy impersonated Tim Allen noises <laughs> is sort of what it sounded like to me. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty accurate. <laughs> um and and so grandma's all like, Oh, that's not what the ghost would sound like. The ghost would sound like ooh. And so Sophie starts doing it that way, and like that's how she does it. <laughs> so then when they're on their quest later in the movie and they go to the ghost and they you know to get the sweat from the ghost mm-hmm. and they're talking to him they're trying to distract him so sophie is like okay she goes and she grabs a blanket or a towel or whatever the fuck it was and puts it on herself and starts running around the room and going like oh and i was like it would be funny if the ghost was like offended by that <laughs> and then he is he's yeah. like hey kid i don't appreciate those stereotypes like that's not what ghosts do or whatever and i was like ah that's pretty funny Wait a minute. Grandma taught her that. Holy yeah. shit, grandma's ghost racist. So yeah. she, despite seeming like a nice, kindly old woman, mm-hmm. will cross the street if a ghost is walking on yeah. her side. Only like, ghosts, though. <laughs> Everyone else apparently is fine. Hey, man, that's enough to be like, lady, <laughs> yeah. come on. You've been alive for, what, 200 years? Close to it, yeah. Yeah, show some fucking compassion or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, like, there's something evil afoot. Grandma's trying to figure it out. Obviously, she didn't bring the kids. Yeah. They snuck there, and she was like, oh, geez, your mom's probably going to be mad. Mm-hmm. But there is this bit of like, okay, small children, let's go fight evil dark forces then. Yeah. Like, to use that to her advantage that way of like, well, they're here. Mm. So. They're Cromwell. Like, truthfully, <laughs> what you should do is get the fuck back on that bus and take them home. Yeah. And not force her children to be witches <laughs> like she doesn't want to fight an evil dark lord. That is bad grandparenting. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Uh, and the mayor rolls up. And this is after grandma leaves. Where does she go? They just lose her in the crowd getting off the bus. Oh, that's okay. Because they're that's distracted right. they by haven't... Sophie. They haven't talked to her yet. Right. Right. And then the mayor shows up and right. gets them the cab. Yes. And obviously, you know, he's being friendly and whatever. But I immediately wrote that there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> and there's no way he's not going to not be a bad guy later. I'm glad you picked up on it. <laughs> yes. It was very obvious to me. Uh, yeah. Skeleton taxi driver, Benny. That's mm-hmm. when he shows up. Yep. Uh, terrifying that animatronic <laughs> thing like really kind of spooky <laughs> he's he's like a funny enough character i just don't think the disney channel technology was there yet like that no. face it just seems like it's just sort of wildly spasming and they <laughs> threw words over it like it didn't really it wasn't like a perfect like yeah. sync up it, it was just kind of like, <laughs> and his, like <laughs> eyebrows rolling around and stuff it's kind of like Spooky in the wrong way. Yeah. It's it's like off-putting. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit. But like he is, yeah, he's pretty funny. Although he does later try to uh, like entice the kids into his taxi to take him to the bad guy. 
obviously the bad guy is affecting him. Yes. But it's kind of lame that Benny does not apologize because they see him later and he's just like, I know a kid, see you in the afterlife. And he never does. He doesn't have any moment of like, sorry about that old thing earlier. I was under a spell. I mean, he might not even know that it had happened. <laughs> I guess they don't really explain the spells all that well. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. And they're in Halloween Town and here it is like they're there. It's done. And that's the whole rest of the movie is in this Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. So they go and find the grandma. Yeah, Benny drops them off. Yeah, Benny drops them off at the house. And they go to her and she's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, your mom's probably mad. And well, all that kind of stuff. Like, we kind of went through it. After Sophie turns the lock into a frog. Yeah, that was when I wrote. I was like, Sophie is clearly way more powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, watching Marnie fail spectacularly at doing that. Like, of just being like, uh, turn the lock and make it open. Uh, mm-hmm. Do the thing and something else. And it's like. Man, like you can almost feel the flop sweat on her of like, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sophie's literally just like, oh, I turned it into a frog. Anyway, la da da. She's like, she's not even trying. Yeah. Oh, she's a natural. <laughs> you know, like you, I thought that was sort of where it was mm-hmm. leading. Where it's like, she's clearly the real witch here. Like, imagine if, and also a little bit, also kind of maybe thought as possible that Marnie was adopted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only because of how different she kind of looks. Yeah. Than Judith Hogue. Like when they do that <laughs> right at the end, there's really extreme close ups on their two faces. Mm-hmm. And that was when it really hit me that, like, you don't look anything like. No. Not even a little bit. Like, they really does not look like your mom. Unless she looks entirely <laughs> like her dad. Yeah, like 100%. <laughs> she got yeah. nothing from mom, apparently. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, grandma is in the middle. Like, her plan is also a little bit suspect to me. She's making the witch's brew. Mm-hmm. To put it into Merlin's talisman, mm-hmm. which she is in possession of. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's no mission to get that thing is where my like issues with the plan come in. Because <laughs> it's like you have the thing. We learn later that that literally all that has to happen is that you put it in a pumpkin. You don't have to do anything else. You get the witch's brew together. You say the thing she knows how to say, and you put the fucking thing in that pumpkin. And boom, that's the end of it. Yeah. So she's dicking around using instant witch's brew instead of just making it herself. And, you know, and then it's like, oh, it's not powerful enough. So we got to go, you know, like if the if if you have the thing and you just need some witch's brew, like just make witch's brew. Yeah. Why are you cutting corners, Grandma? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Especially if you know it's going to be a little bit less powerful. Because instant is never as good. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know already that it's going to be less than you really need. Yeah. And also, if you think that these kids aren't actually coming, and you really believe that you're on your own with this, wouldn't you want the most powerful <laughs> spell? Like, it was a horrible plan by grandma. Yeah. Really bad plan. Yeah. <laughs> and she's at first, old. Yeah, I guess. But like <laughs> at first you don't really realize that, you know, because you're just like, oh, she's trying to put the thing into the talisman. There's probably like a thousand more steps and this is just the first one. So, okay. But when you find out that it's like, no, 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 fill the talisman, put it in the pumpkin. That was all you needed to do. <laughs> do it better, Grandma. Well, you gotta make sure you say the right spell to well, to but create she's the, the witch. Yeah, no, she I know. has the book. There's no guesswork on I, her end. No, I know. <laughs> she's old. Everyone loves Debbie. Yeah, I mean, she was she was she was fine. She's uh, too good for this some shit. of her some of her line deliveries. I thought were pretty hokey, and I can only assume that that was. Director. By di- yeah, by direction. Yeah. Because there's that one moment when they're when they're in that theater and the monster guy is yelling at him and whatever, and she's like, leave my family alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? That's the best take you got out of Debbie Reynolds? Yeah. It was just <laughs> way too much, even for a Disney movie. Like, could you tone down the alone a little bit? Yeah. Because you was held like... it for a long time. It's like you were about to start a song. <laughs> that was that <laughs> Leave was my the family like... alone, and then we go. <laughs> to the like what no 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 songs no songs yeah this isn't that kind of disney picture (laughs) so yes the instant potion doesn't work they need the real potion Mm -hmm. uh and then of course their mom discovers they're missing because obviously yeah (laughs) like i don't really understand how the kids expected to get away with it like they're going to find grandma she knows that she's a witch so she can only assume that it's going to be like supernatural or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, they're like they're following the grandma 
As soon as your mom finds out you're gone, guess where she's going? Yeah. That is when the grandma sees that friend of hers again. And she's like a zombie now. Mm -hmm. We find out later that the bad guy is like turning people into stone, essentially. Mm -hmm. He's like freezing them turning them into statues however you want to say it. they they said it a bunch of different ways They're like it's a spell that freezes us but then someone else said that they were statues and then someone else so it was I like mean, yeah and, and, and harriet kind of looked like a zombie yeah more so than like she was turning into stone or just like freezing in place or something so i didn't quite understand if like so he's doing different things to these people because the mom and the grandma they just get hit with a spell boom yeah. Frozen. But Harriet apparently gets to turn into a zombie and wander around town for a while and, she's and not spook the, Aggie. Yeah, and she's not the first one. Yeah. Like, so, she's the first one we see. Right, right, right. But, yeah, apparently this has happened, and they never really explain that. Yeah, it just seemed ever. weird that, like, when they find that theater full of people, and it was like, wait a minute, so did he get Harriet with a spell? And then she like wandered around town for a while and then just found her way to this theater and sat down and turned into a statue. Like, I, I, mean, don't, I don't understand what his deal is. Like, yeah. if, it, if it seemed like the bodies had been like dumped there or something mm-hmm. like that, then whatever. But like everyone's sitting in seats. It seems like they all came here of their own will. Yeah. Like, I don't it, it's like sometimes he has like mind powers where he can just make people do stuff. Other times it seems like he's not powerful enough to do that. Yeah, my my like best guess for it is that he like whichever people or creatures he deems like necessary of being frozen, mm-hmm. he like interacts with them as the mayor and puts some sort of spell on them that like turns them awful and grumpy or whatever and then they make their way to the theater where mm. he can then freeze them because he's in the dark. Okay, so is that okay? And that's another thing. I guess we'll get into that a little bit later. It's just another fucking question I had. They decide that while they're out on their shopping trip, that they're gonna take a take a break and buy some brooms or check out some brooms because Marnie wants to look at brooms. Well, Aggie got distracted at the by talking to the mayor at the ice cream store. Right. And while they are talking. Marnie gets distracted by the brooms. Right. I mean, I, I, I guess so, what I'm saying is they are a terrible team. Yeah. <laughs> in order to stop this menace mm-hmm. that has like is starting to take over their town, that they are so easily distracted by things. Yeah. And there's an entire sequence of Marnie like flying on a broom with her grandma mm-hmm. through the sky, and I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I'm like, is there nothing more important yeah. right now, guys? Like, once the world is saved, then show her how the brooms yeah. work. <laughs> but we did, we definitely need to talk to zombie Elvis, yeah. the broom salesman guy over here. He was great. <laughs> oh, man. So many of these, like, little side characters in this are so crazy silly. Like, even, <laughs> even for the time. Like, I understand that it was a relatively timely reference at the time, but having that werewolf hairdresser go, yeah, baby, was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, yeah. movie? <laughs> this is a bit much. Like, none of these monsters are scary because they all seem like dorks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so strange to me. Um, So mom shows up mm-hmm. and she mad, clearly. She very mad. She real mad. And it's obvious why. Uh, yeah (laughs) and so obviously you know she wants to take them home Mm -hmm. something has to happen to keep them from going home um i did write in here marnie's being a real wiener (laughs) like Mm -hmm. she's being a real teenager and there's like a level at which i can understand and empathize and you know yeah like deal with and then there's that point where it's like you need to stop yeah you're just be done yeah like you need to stop being horrible to your mom like the way that you are acting and the things you were saying to her she says something specific about like not loving her anymore or something i forget now she she essentially said that like her mom would eventually like disown them because she you know abandoned the town she you know lived in mm-hmm. like she'll just abandon her kids to oh, like, yeah, oh yeah yeah those used to be my kids but i've moved on yeah that was the bit where it was like go fuck yourself kid can't do it <laughs> cannot deal with teenagers 
Um, and in this scene, it's clear that the mayor likes the mom or liked the mom or they dated in the past. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most they explicitly say that they were together. Yeah. Or that he liked her. I forget. Yeah. But it's like he's clearly unrequited, loved her, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. His speech at the end, the way that he says one thing and then he goes into the next thing where it's like they're not actually related sentences, but they might be. <laughs> It makes it sound like the reason that he wanted to take over the entire world is because she dumped him, you know, no. but it's like, it's like, he says that like you yeah. fucking dumped me and that's bullshit period. Yeah. Completely new thought. I'm going to take over the world and show you all. And it was like, oh, it wasn't a cause and effect. No, it wasn't. She dumped me. So I'm going to take over the world. But that's how it really it seemed. Was, you dumped me. You could have been my queen because I'm taking over the world. Yeah, that that definitely <laughs> makes more sense. But the way that it was lined up it, at first yeah. made oh, yeah. me think like, really? He's doing this because he got dumped? Yeah. That's weird. Like, she's not even around anymore. How did he think this was going to get back to her? Or was I he going to show up to her when he came to take over their world and be like, hey, what up, bitch? Remember dumping me? Bam! <laughs> like something <laughs> like that. Like, I don't know. But yeah, he clearly liked her uh, and she's not uh, reciprocating. Yeah, she's not into it. So they wind up. I don't even remember how they wind up at that theater. Uh, Aggie is walking along and Luke comes up to her and she's like, not now. I'm not in the mood. And he's like, no, he wants to meet you. And Sophie sees them and says, look, grandma's going somewhere with that wiener dude. Oh, that's right. And that's Marnie's right, that's like, right. I got to go help her. Right. And runs they out. Follow so her they follow to the thing. Yeah. So she's already in there. And the monster man comes out of this like portal in the theater, like mm -hmm. where the screen would be or the stage would be. But when he shows up, I was like, he kind of looks like the Grinch. A little bit. Like a little bit like the live action Grinch. Yeah. And then when I got a closer look, I was like, oh, he's supposed to, he's supposed to be like a scarecrow kinda man? scarecrow-ish, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was just making sure I was like reading that right. Mm -hmm. I was like, I couldn't quite tell what the hell he like was supposed to be or whatever. Yeah. So like he confronts Aggie, the grandma. They get into a big verbal spat about like, I'll mm -hmm. take this shit over. And she's like, no, you won't. And she has some line about like, oh, there's not a creature that's been born that can defeat a Cromwell. Yeah. And I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> shut up about Cromwells. God, they could have picked a better name because it's just it does not scream like awesome. Cool. Yeah. It's like Cromwell. <laughs> uh, but so she's fighting him and Marnie comes in and the mom comes in like they're all there to sort of like witness Mm -hmm. this like showdown or whatever and he shoots the i i wrote oh no mom got stoned because she gets <laughs> shot with the the spell and gets yeah. like turned into a statue or whatever she's starting to like turn into a statue mm -hmm. and then immediately after her grandma got stoned too <laughs> i was like grandma too oh no so they're they're down for the count essentially. The bad guy has now has them like petrified. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, that's cool. I'm glad about that. That it's going to let the kids be the heroes." Yeah. You know that it's not going to be like, "Oh, and then grandma saves the day and the kids are kind of just her little helpers." It's like, <laughs> "Okay, no. They 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 have they, to do yeah. the job." And so and <laughs> he wants the talisman. Grandma has it. She's not giving it up, but now she's stoned. And mm -hmm. uh <laughs> so the kids are the ones who have to deal with it. They escape out of the theater. Yeah. The door opens, uh -huh. shines some light on the bad guy. Uh -huh. He goes like, and like flies away because the light apparently hurts him. Uh -huh. Why the fuck can he come out in the daytime later? I didn't get that at all. And then once the storm is over, Calabar's just hanging out there and he's like, well, I'm still evil and I'm still going to fight you. And it's like, why isn't the light affecting you anymore? Like, is, is, It does, but he's still a really strong warlock. I didn't get the whole, like, I didn't get the secret. I didn't know why it needed to be a secret, why he needed to, like, dress up as a monster scarecrow man. That plan just doesn't seem to make much sense. Yeah. And also, why does he have different powers? Like, if he's in his mask acting as evil scarecrow man, light hurts him. But he can walk around all day as the mayor yeah. and nothing happens. Like, why? Like, if, the, if putting on the mask gives you that weakness... Don't wear the mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? I might be like misremembering things. Okay. Um, so don't really quote me on this. 
But I believe that like anyone that he freezes within that theater, like that vortex has something to do with his powers too. Okay. That like people like the magic of the creatures within that theater gets like transferred to him. Yeah. So he's like filling up a box full of magic in that theater. Essentially. To use against the rest of them. Yes. Under to- under the guise of like liberating them. Yes. That's another part of it that kind of doesn't make too much sense to me because like obviously like we had sort of mentioned earlier the rest of this like bad guy plot is that the kids have to collect all the ingredients for the witch's brew Mm -hmm. in order to do what they were going to do in the first place whatever so they have their own adventure where they're going around and getting all this nonsense like the hair of the werewolf Mm -hmm. uh they need the the sweat of a ghost and so that's when they go and they see the ghost Mm -hmm. uh the whole time obviously like dylan is somehow still in denial about all of this Mm -hmm. and like ghosts can't sweat they don't have skin uh and then they need the they need the fang of the vampire which Mm -hmm. is like lucky for them that that vampire (laughs) that vampire yeah needed needed her tooth pulled yeah and also apparently doesn't need those I guess vampires don't need their fangs in this world because they don't eat people. I guess. You know, maybe odd. that's another stereotype that the mortals yeah, gave them. Yeah, that the vampires are, aren't very appreciative of. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, Benny shows up. At, for some reason, I could not remember his name. I called him Taxi Bones. <laughs> uh, and I wrote, I was like, I don't trust Taxi Bones. And then he started getting eviler. And I was like, okay, yeah. I shouldn't have trusted him. Yeah. Uh, and they get away from him because <laughs> Marnie... Tells a dog to mm, to Sophie. chase it. Wait, was it so? I thought it Marnie was, was going around. Marnie to was him. trying to pull Dylan out of the grass. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And right. Sophie, who had been petting that dog while Marnie right. was getting the vampire fang. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sophie so, runs over, unties the dog, and says, "Yeah, go and get him. Get get the, the bone. bone. Yeah, fetch yeah. the bone or whatever." Uh, in another case of like, oh, lucky for them that this world is just a normal world with people with monster heads. So I was like, in a real Halloween town, they would only have like hellhounds that feast solely on children. Yeah. <laughs> but lucky for them, it's just a normal ass dog that yeah. loves bones. It's just a little terrible. You know what I mean? Like in a real horrifying Halloween town, it would be like that dog doesn't care about bones because its owner is a fucking skeleton. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. <laughs> what he does love eating is innocent children. Way to go, Sophie. Home. <laughs> and then it eats her or something. Like, lucky for her. Uh, this is when they make the potion. Mm-hmm. They finally get all the shit. They go back to grandma's house. They put the potion together. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get it to work. It's not working. And that's what I wrote. Give it to Sophie. She's clearly way more powerful. And then she hands it over and I wrote, yep, there it is. Yeah. They, all right. They should have done that. And then that was where my real question finally came of like, will Marnie accept that Sophie will surely be a better witch than her? <laughs> like, is she going to ever? No? Okay, fine. <laughs> and then they figure out that the big giant jack-o'-lantern in the middle of town is the key to mm-hmm. what they're doing. Because mortal see, mortal do. Yeah, they realize that in our world, we make jack-o'-lanterns. So in their world, they put magic talisman inside giant pumpkins. Well, when it's dark on Halloween, where do you put the light to make it special? <laughs> it's I, just you know, it's like it's, it it's doesn't goofy. it's like okay i get that like we took all of our halloween traditions from something that these monster people used to do mm-hmm. but they used to do it for real reasons yeah and we only do it as like a silly halloween time thing mm-hmm. so like what the fuck is putting a talisman in a giant pumpkin in the halloween town world like, what is that it, that our ancestors, our human ancestors, like you and me as the real world people, what did our ancestors witness these Halloween town people doing? It you wasn't know, always a talisman because at the very, very beginning, like the opening credits, the candle in the pumpkin gets blown out. Well, right. But I figured that that was just a jack-o'-lantern. I didn't know that had anything to do with anything else. I just figured because it's called Halloween Town, they start the movie with a jack-o'-lantern. Like, you start the movie Halloween with a jack-o'-lantern. Like, I don't think that jack-o'-lantern has anything to do with the rest of Halloween, (laughs) much like this one. But, like, just, it seems like, oh, what you're supposed to do with things like this is jam them into pumpkins. I I just don't understand why that is. Like, they don't explain why that is a thing or what the pumpkin is doing in this scenario, like, what is the t- what is the difference between the talisman being above the pumpkin 
as opposed to inside the pumpkin. Inserted (laughs) into it. Yeah, into like a slot that it's made for. I I don't, I I I, I didn't understand the whole talisman pumpkin thing. I really didn't get, like, obviously I understood like, okay, that's a fun little thing of like, oh, and the kids figure it out. Mm -hmm. They got to put the thing in the pumpkin. Yeah. Like, okay. But then also just like, what even really is putting the talisman in the pumpkin? Like the pumpkin is magic? I guess. And a really special kind of magic that would defeat evil? Like, why has the mayor not destroyed or moved or hidden this pumpkin? I I, guess that's a huge, that's a big thing too that like it just popped into mind. Is like if he's posing as the mayor, but like is the mayor. Yeah. It's not like he is. He was elected mayor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He didn't like steal the mayorship or anything. Like he is the mayor. We don't know if it was a legit election. If he. Well, okay, right. But as far as anybody cares, (laughs) he is the rightfully elected mayor. Mm -hmm. And he could, for I'm assuming whatever fucking reason he feels like, be like, uh, we need to move this pumpkin. We need to, it's got to go somewhere. Or just use magic because he's a fucking warlock and have it disappear and just play dumb and be like, oh, fuck our pumpkin, everybody. (laughs) Oh, no. What do we do about the pumpkin? And now the one thing that can defeat him is gone. Yeah. Like, he's bad at plans, too. (laughs) Everyone is is kind of bad at plans. That's why they work well together going up against each other. (laughs) It just, it seems so wild to me that, like, there's, there's no real explanation of like oh and then the talisman closes the portal because the pumpkin is the hub of all portal trap like it's like like, no 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 it's just a pumpkin and the talisman goes in it when the pumpkin is dark is when there's this bad thing that's around it's not until the pumpkin has light again and is lit again that they're able to get rid of the bad thing oh i have i never caught that I uh, was was there a really was there a specific point where they mentioned that like fuck man the pumpkin's been out for days and nobody can turn it back on like why is there no other effort to light this pumpkin if the snuffing of the pumpkin light is is you know is is what's <laughs> yeah. causing this if someone was like oh fuck the lights out and now there's a monster why aren't we trying to light the pumpkin I mean they don't explicitly say it that it's kind of like alluded to Okay. Uh, when the kids get there and they're talking about the pumpkin and how it's not friendly like in the book and Sophie says it's the bad thing. I'm pretty sure that the pumpkin at the beginning with the light being blown out is relevant. Well, to... I mean, I-, I can totally understand it being that way. It's just that I definitely did not yeah. put it together that way. So it was just like, yeah, there's just a pumpkin. Like, yeah. I didn't think of it as anything else. Yeah, absolutely. And upon first viewing, I wouldn't expect it to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, okay. That just, like, that suddenly does make some semblance of sense mm-hmm. of like, oh, when the pumpkin lights out and the evil can show up, then they need to replace the pumpkin light. But it's like, why the fuck is everybody else just going about their lives like it's normal and nobody seems to care about relighting this pumpkin? I mean, maybe they're oblivious because Aggie said that people didn't believe her when she said that there I mean, was that something seems wild, too. I mean, like, how important is this really pumpkin if nobody cares? I mean, I guess. But like, <laughs> I don't know, like the way the way that you explained it that way, it suddenly seemed like something that like everybody knew or something. Doesn't that hold evil back, right? Anybody? And nobody feels like turning them on again. Like, it's yeah. like, wouldn't that be someone's priority? Like, we should probably get that pumpkin lit again yeah. so that the evil leaves. But you've got the mayor, <laughs> you know, curbing everything. But not clearly not enough. I mean, no. Because he should have just gotten rid of the pumpkin. He should <laughs> if have. If nobody, I mean, it's, that's like a big circle there. It's mm-hmm. like, the pumpkin's really important to the people. But... You can blow the light out and nobody gives a shit. So yeah. at that point, as why not just get there. rid of the pumpkin? I mean, <laughs> as long as it's there, they know yeah. that it's there and it's whatever. And they'll just ignore it. They won't even pay attention to whether or not the light is on. I guess that at least makes it a little more like yeah. logical as to why they would think to put the talisman in the pumpkin as a thing to defeat evil. Mm-hmm. Because it really just seems like that would be fun, wouldn't it? Putting the light in the pumpkin. Like, what if they just did that and it was like, well, that looks pretty. Evil guy is still here, though. Like, shit! Yeah, that wasn't it. <laughs> that didn't do anything. Why did we think it would? <laughs> um, so they're going to go and do this. Like, this seemingly simple task of, mm-hmm. like, put this glowing talisman in a pumpkin. Yeah. And Luke stops her. Yeah. He seems like he's being a good guy here. Where he's like, Marnie, no. 
you can't go over to that pumpkin right now because it's a trap. It's like, okay, yeah, if she got too close, all of a sudden, boom, you know, some sort of yeah, trap would spring. Her. Yeah, some sort of trap would spring and it would catch her or would separate her from the talisman or, you know, whatever it might be. So they got to figure out another way to get closer to the pumpkin. Seconds later, the bad guy comes fucking screaming out of the sky like the storm begins <laughs> and he comes out of the sky and he lands on the fucking building and he's like, ah, everybody, I'm the fucking bad guy. And I'm like, that's not a trap. He has just come to look at the pumpkin. Like, that's not a trap. If you're yeah. just standing there and you're like, don't go by the pumpkin, you assholes. <laughs> like, that's just a guy yeah. guarding a pumpkin. <laughs> There's yeah. no trap involved here. Agreed. I don't, that's not, Luke is bad at explaining things. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he goes on and on and on about how they want to take over the original world, our world, mm -hmm. because they were exiled mm -hmm. to Halloween Town. Yes. And I just wrote, Halloween Town doesn't seem so bad, and everyone seems pretty happy. Yep. Why would they ever agree and side with him? And the, then like, they show him at one point later where he's like, ah, see, see how great I am? Join me. And everyone just looks terrified of him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I can understand them siding with him due to terror. Yeah. But like the big rousing speech about like being exiled and, you know, taking back our whatever. It seems like everyone would just be like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Like, we're fine. What do you mean? Like, yeah. everyone's cool here. <laughs> we live in our world. We don't got to deal with their shit. Yeah. Like, we're in our own magical world away from them. Why would we want to go back there? Yeah. Like, time lasts so much longer here, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Like, we made this world ourselves. Mm -hmm. We built it. What the fuck do you want to go back for? It seemed weird. Like, that was his plan. Yeah. To he... take over the original world. Where it's like, your world seems so much better. Why are you going to go back to, the, like, the worms in the dirt? Because he and wants play it with all. Them? But it's... <laughs> He would be like, I want it all. I want the entire Sears Tower and that one-story building right next to it. Like, why do you want that one? Like, because I want it all. <laughs> it's like, but that one's worthless. It's about to fall down. Don't care. It sucks. Just want. Yeah, need all, give all. <laughs> <clears throat> so, like, it just seems silly to me that, like, if it seemed like a slum, you know? Like, if it mm -hmm. seemed like they were second-class people or monsters or whatever mm -hmm. then i could get behind it yeah but it's so sunny and bright and friendly yeah. throughout the whole time like it's kid friendly these kids can just wander town all mm -hmm. day they're never in danger like it yeah. seems like a really idyllic place for these monsters to live mm -hmm. and this dude's like fuck this place right no <laughs> this Not is so a much. horrible plan <laughs> um <clears throat> and luke runs the distraction which was very clear to me what was happening right away, obviously. Oh, yeah. But yeah, when he's like, oh, you little Cromwell down there in that robe covering your head for some reason. <laughs> I know you're actually Marnie. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. And he chases him down and hits him with a spell, which like, oh, fuck. I bet you Luke didn't think of that when he agreed mm -hmm. to do this. Or was like, oh, by the way, he might hit you with a spell. Might kill you. I don't know. It depends on what spell he's using. I mean, so he may, uh, he may have been prepared at least a little bit. Because <laughs> when Calabar lifted the hood, he's just, fooled you. Yeah, I mean, he did he did at least get a line in there. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. But then that was when Calabar started, like, gloating to all the people about like see look at how powerful and great i am i wrote see everyone i harmed a child join me <laughs> like that's not a great sales pitch yeah i always liked that the crowd like backed up from him oh yeah they're like what the fuck and he's mm -hmm. like wasn't that great why is no one clapping <laughs> i was expecting applause for this this kid sucked remember yeah everyone hated him <laughs> and then the next bit, obviously, because, you know, because he is distracting Calabar, Marnie is running towards the pumpkin with the talisman. Mm -hmm. I wrote, thank goodness there's no further steps than put thing in pumpkin. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all she has the ability to do because Calabar also hits her with the same spell. Mm -hmm. And her hand is just like dangling the talisman down into it. Mm -hmm. And then obviously it eventually falls and slides right into whatever that slot is well she was using <laughs> she was using her magic she oh, was, was she i thought she was completely unconscious 
No, she it like fights it a little bit and you hear the echo of of Aggie's words of let yourself have it. Uh-huh. So she thinks to herself, like, believe, like, you know, getting herself to believe in herself that she can make this happen. She can drop the talisman and it'll land perfectly in there. Okay. Well, so she does. Mm-hmm. And it does the magic. I wrote the magic kind of does the rest. Like she doesn't have any more steps. It's just put the thing in there. Yep. Magic takes over. Gets the, amplified. Uh, yeah, it goes Everyone's all over released. everywhere. All the all the zombie statue people are free. The like evil portal in the theater is gone. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. And then Calabar just sort of stands up. I was like, oh, he's not dead. Like no. it didn't destroy him. And then I wrote, why doesn't the daylight affect him anymore? Because now it's full daytime and he's standing there. And then he just picks up the talisman. And I was like, so he's still alive. He's still powerful enough to hold the talisman. And the sunlight doesn't affect him anymore. What did this pumpkin stunt actually do? (laughs) If he's allowed to just be like, I'll just take that (laughs) and use it for evil now. Like the pumpkin stunt didn't destroy him at all. Essentially, it canceled the spell that he put everyone under and like took away the dark thing from the town he's still a powerful warlock and right so 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 the pumpkin stunt just brought everything back to status quo back to zero and he can just start all over right from there yeah and just be like well time to start that plan all over again essentially yeah (laughs) okay because i was expecting it to be like oh and he's defeated like oh no he's not at all in fact he's about to use the talisman to kill you all oh this has gone sideways yeah essentially yeah (laughs) and that's when he starts talking about how he how butthurt he was that he got dumped and then he's gonna take over the world and then I don't know if you heard me because I was watching the rest of this movie last night and I don't know because I, w- I was sitting out on the balcony Okay. and the balcony is fairly near your window. I don't know if you heard me laughing. I did not. Because it caught me so off guard and it was another one of those things like Xenon where it was like wearing the headphones really brought it out <laughs> that I could not stop laughing at this next sequence and I had to pause <laughs> And I call it in my notes, staggeringly funny, because it truly is, at least to me, just on my own personal like sense of humor. Holy shit. Nothing else this month compares. So, so, so Calabar is telling them all this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you like we said earlier, the whole like, oh, you could have been my princess or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> And in the meantime, Dylan suddenly gets a little bit of like, like he's got this like blue light or something on his fingers or some shit. Mm -hmm. Because the family, they're all familiar. They're all like, oh, we're going to fight against you, Calabar. Mm -hmm. And we're all going to hold hands and Sophie and Marnie and mom and grandma. And we're all going to. Not yet. It It starts off with just. Aggie and Gwen. Well, right. Okay. So they're then, they're there and, and they're then like Dylan's like Yeah, his his fingers his fingertips start glowing blue. Mm-hmm. And Marnie's like, oh, we just added another witch to the family. Yeah. Or should I say warlock? Yes. Okay. That not funny. That staggeringly <laughs> unfunny. <laughs> and especially considering the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I was like, shut the fuck up. Why are you playing this so cutesy? Yeah. He's about to murder you. <laughs> and you're just looking at him like, oh, I guess we got another. Like, you should be like, fuck Dylan. We got to do this now. We got to fight him. Like, as soon as you see the magic, don't be like, hmm. Yeah. It looks like someone has got a little <laughs> something. Like, speed it up. Oh, my God. Like, that was that was frustrating. But no. What fucking killed me is the fact that, like, when it goes to the kids, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, this is something that I, you know, that you can obviously learn just from watching stuff. I learned it a bit from editing stuff together is like, you know, if you have, <clears throat> say, music and then you have a, you have characters start talking, mm-hmm. you typically you just you drop the volume of the music down behind them. Yeah. So it's still there and you can still kind of, you know, tell that it's happening, but you can hear the words and you can hear what they're saying and that kind of junk that happens but it's not music it's calabar's evil monologue (laughs) so the kids are just standing over there like hmm looks like someone is showing off some powers of their own meanwhile you just hear like am i evil 
Well, for a thousand years, and for... Like, he is still going full bore evil monologue, and the movie's not even showing it to us anymore. He's gone on for so long, and he's just babbling about, like, evil and eons and all this shit that we just go over to what the kids are talking about for a bit. But you still hear him in the background, like, and another thing, and another thing. <laughs> Fucking, oh my God, I had to pause it. So I was laughing so hard at just like hearing in the back channel of my headphones this like, another goddamn, another. Like, holy shit, this dude's monologue is taking forever. Yeah. Like, cut down on your monologue time, and you might have won <laughs> before Dylan found out he had magic. Mm-hmm. Holy Christ. Um, and then they, you know. <laughs> The mom and grandma were holding hands mm-hmm. and uh, conjuring magic, which is essentially just humming. They're <laughs> just holding well, hands and going. Mm-hmm. It started with an actual like spell chant thing. But then uh, when everyone who joins just has to start humming, they don't have to say anything. Yeah. They and just they have grab to... their hands and go like mm-hmm, and close their eyes and believe that their magic is going to come together and be powerful enough. <laughs> right. I just wrote, come on, Dylan, hum, you bastard. <laughs> he was like, we don't have enough power. We need you to walk over here and start humming. We need you. Believe. Yeah. <laughs> And their magic imprisons Calabar in the talisman so that he might one day return, probably, definitely. Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the they're not going to murder him completely because that would be too mean. I don't know. You want to take a guess at uh, the, or do you already know? I already read the, a little bit the into the what the second one is. <laughs> yeah, the Calabar's tag. Revenge. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, which sounds like a really horrible like rum drink. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, and then that's when we learned that Luke was originally a troll mm-hmm. and that Calabar made him handsome and that's why he was doing all the evil things. Mm-hmm. I liked that the character knew that that was a bullshit excuse. Yeah. Like that was a nice thing that it wasn't like, I'm so sorry I did that, but he made me handsome. He was like, you know what the fucking worst part is? I wasn't even under a spell. He just made me handsome. And mm-hmm. so I did it for him. Yeah. And I was like, shit, at least he understands Mm -hmm. that he kind of sucked. And then that's when they uh, decide that grandma is going to come live with them Mm -hmm. if she wants to, which Mm -hmm. she clearly does, I assume. Uh, And then the like the (laughs) it was like it was obvious it was coming. And yes, it's like a nice little bow on top sort of thing. But it was also like needlessly misleading in like a dickish way when the mom was like when when grandma brings the broom mm-hmm. you know and it's like oh here you go marnie here's your broom you're gonna learn to do flying and stuff and the mom is like <clears throat> no you're not and like pulls the broom away mm-hmm. and so marnie's like what oh come on and then she's like because i'm gonna finish your training like don't be a dick like that right now. Come on. Yeah. We've all been through so much. Just it's been let, such a long day. Yes, just let her have the moment. And it's especially going to be fucking weird when you get home and it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, it, This whole day has been crazy. Don't add another layer of being a jerk on top of it. Yeah, just, just, just go home. Let's just all be cool, okay? Uh, and then my last note was just that, uh, that Benny... Uh, does not apologize. Nope. <laughs> and I felt like he See sort you of... See later. I can feel it in my bones. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I feel like he should have said something. Yeah. But yeah, and they go home, and I assume that they live happily ever after until more monsters come after them. Yeah, until Calabar starts being a dick again. <laughs> and then she goes to Halloween high school, and then there's a whole return, and it's a whole big thing. <laughs> But like I said, uh, and like you had sort of planned ahead of time, it wound up being easily the most fun. Oh, yeah. Like as ridiculous as so many things were, as much as, much as their worst moments of like hair pullingly, like, why would you do <laughs> like, it still so much more fun? Clearly something like there's uh, I'll put it this way. I can understand why there are like legions of fans who will go and visit the town that it was shot in mm-hmm. to see all the props and the locations and stuff like why it would have a cult following yeah and that something like say the 13th year does not have that same thing <laughs> like yeah. there's a clear reason why mm-hmm. and uh and the quality is you know uh, 
all of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's it, it's like you can tell that Halloween Town was like made with a lot of like love and care. I mean, especially it being an early one and it having such a similar theme in that way of like kid is secretly mm-hmm. mythical monster thing. It makes all those other ones feel like they were all trying to catch lightning in a bottle again. Yep. Where they were like, the witch one worked. Yeah. Let's try it with mermaids. And it was like, nope. that was dumb. Nope. Leprechaun. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, nope. That didn't really, <laughs> it worked a little bit better, but not nearly <laughs> as good as Halloween Town. Uh, a, a, I'd say a fitting end to it and a great segue into our own month of Halloween and whatnot. Yes. Like that's going to be, it's a good plan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume that you had a blast this month. I did. This month was one of my favorites. Like these, I'm sure. <laughs> these legitimately were movies that I grew up watching all the time. Like mm-hmm. we didn't go out to the movies very much. Mm-hmm. And when we did, we were still probably seeing a Disney movie. Um, <laughs> maybe DreamWorks. <laughs> so we watched a lot of Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. And so being able to share that with you, you know, <laughs> with something that you didn't have in your childhood. Oh, yeah. For once, it's backwards. <laughs> and uh, I hope that you had fun because mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed reliving all of these stories. <laughs> that's that's the part that that like I I envy about it is the fact that there's no like ah uh, like wistful nostalgia to it <laughs> that everything is 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 like <laughs> pragmatic adult like why would this instead of just being like you just roll with it man yeah like <laughs> it's the one part of it that it was missing but like I don't that doesn't mean that it was bad or that I like regret yeah. it at all it's just just the one little ingredient like oh, oh I wish. But uh, I think that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week and this month. Yes. Uh, This is Jeff. And Kelly. Are you cooking chowder, Grandma? (laughs) 